Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's Reaction Monday Playoff Edition. Presented by Texas Star Grill Shop on Sports Radio 610. Here's In the Loop with John Lopez and Landry Locker. So the Houston Texans, where do they go from here uh, following the loss to the Baltimore Ravens? When you look at this thing, there's reason for optimism, but I also do think when you look at this roster and you ask what's next, it's also kind of a dose of reality. How so? If you ask, like, if you think a team's, like, really close to getting to a certain point, even the Texans in, like, 19, and you ask, like, what they needed, it's usually, like, three things. Like, uh, you know, they could use corner tackle you know maybe some interior d line help there's a lot of things that this team could use they're not going to touch the offensive line because they have so much invested in it so they've already kind of set that up but but like let's just look at the places where the texans are going to need some help and and nick casario the good thing is nick casario uh has has been able to uh do a good job bringing in guys and the quality of free agents going to increase. But if you're asking me, like, what do they need? I think they need more receivers. They damn sure need more running backs. They need to start taking that serious. They need to figure out what they're going to do at tight end and whether or not they're going to bring back Schultz. And even then I think they need some tight ends. They're going to need to get corners behind Derek Stingley. Although you feel good that Derek Stingley is a cornerback one. So you can adjust accordingly there. It's not Mm -hmm. like uh, you feel better about that. Uh, they could perhaps use upgrades at safety. And then we just go around like it's not it's not like this team is like a few pieces away. Now, uh, obviously, there's there's other factors that come into it, but there's a lot of stuff when you start filling out like that wish list. See, I, I think all those things, though, like you have to prioritize running back and wide receiver. Like, like I think there's no, I think offense should be the priority. I, I think there's two levels. The first level is we got the guy at quarterback. We got to do everything we can to make sure he has all the pieces, all the resources uh, to get it done. And the other reason for that is, like, D'Amico has proved on the defensive side that he can get the most out of guys that are just sort of brought in, uh, whether it's free agency, rookies, second-year players on the defensive side. Like, there are – like, is there – outside of Derek Stingley, is there a star? Perhaps Christian Harris. 
Maybe that's Perhaps a good point. Christian Harris. Yeah, I was. Uh, Will that, Anderson. That's on me. Will Anderson. Well, okay, but I'm saying like like these are these are I things think those three guys that he can that he can he can work around that defense. You know, with with guys and, and improve their play. Uh, and and you're right. I I just totally blanked on on Christian Harris. I think he is going to be a star. And Will Anderson, we see what he's doing. We think he's going to be better. I don't know about star just yet, but we think he's going to be better offensively. You got to surround C.J. Stroud with superior talent. Talent, like you've got to get us. Yes, oh, Tank Dell. Yes, Nico. Collins. I don't care. Yeah, bring another one. No, let's yeah. go. I I don't even care. Like if it, the AJ Brown thing is what I would be fine with it. Yeah, I mean you you need you need multiple running backs. You need wide receivers. Get to where this offense. It's not even a question as to whether or not they're going to show up. Yeah, and and the depth is is such to where you figure that out because D'Amico can coach up the defense. Yes, like the That's defense on Saturday, like you can, they you can ran out of gas. That, the game yeah. plan that D'Amico had in that first half, yeah. you should you should have had more than a puncher's chance to win. Matter mm-hmm. of fact, you probably should have had a 10-point lead at halftime. At least three you, or seven. Yeah, you probably should have had a 10-point lead at halftime or something. I mean, you I mean, you you <laughs> you win the you win the toss and then decide to take the ball and that's what you come out there with. Yeah. That was embarrassing. I actually didn't mind the call. Oh, okay. I mean, I didn't. I, I didn't. No, that's fine. I mean, yeah. but you got to have a little something more than that. Yeah, well, yeah, the, the result was not what you were hoping for by any stretch. But but back back to the point here, like running back, hell, draft one in the third round and another one in the fourth. I I don't care. No, sign one of these or big sign, names too. Or sign one. Sign one yeah. of these big names and draft one. Yeah, let's do it. You need multiple backs. Mm-hmm. You need multiple backs. Same thing at the receiver position. Uh, defensively, I, I mean, and bring well, back hell. Singletary too. Bring back Singletary, sign one, and, and, and draft one. No, that's what I'm as saying. As many yeah. backs as possible. Tight end. Let's go. Let's get another tight end. All these pieces uh, on the offensive side is where you have to prioritize because defensively, you know the you you can you can find the the parts. Jamico's already proved that. Landry Larker, John Lopez, uh, Figgy Fig with you here on Houston Sports Leader Sports Radio six ten. So the list it, it appears to be. I mean, it's steep. I mean, it's there's a lot going on uh, with the Texans. You look at the division though, Jacksonville. Good team, but then Indianapolis, we don't know what's up with Anthony Richardson. They're basically going to have a first-year starter next year. And then Tennessee, same thing with Will Levis. So so, so you feel like you're in pretty good position there. Uh, when you watched the, the Ravens and then you watched the Chiefs and Bills, like I, I found myself – I was lost in the moment. I was lost in the sauce. J.J. Uh, Watt mentioned lightning in a bottle, but, but I found myself just feeling like, okay, the Texans are – Offensively, they're just they're just behind these two teams, specifically Kansas City and Buffalo. They're just behind them. What have they done with those guys, uh, Kansas City and Buffalo, with their quarterbacks? They've found pieces every year. Now they let uh, Tyreek Hill gone, uh, but but they're always looking to add pieces to surround those quarterbacks with everything they can. You're right. That looked not like a different game they were playing, but they were certainly they were certainly playing with a, a, a different ingredients. Than the Texans had, no question. Andrew Locker, uh, John Lopez, and uh, Figgy Fig with you. And then you have D'Amico, uh, D'Amico Ryans. He is uh, – he could end up being the coach of the year. Bobby Slowick, we don't know where Bobby Slowick's going to end up. He's interviewed uh, with five teams over the weekend. Where do we sit on the Bobby Slowick uh, report card? If you if you had to grade Bobby Slowick one year in, what would you give him? Oh, he's got an A. Uh, you know, you you can't just focus on uh, the last game of the season, which I thought might have been a little bit too big for him. He got a little bit too cute. He certainly needed to do better uh, running the ball. Maybe the the Ravens had a lot to do with that, more to do than than we we want to give him credit for. 
But no, he, Bobby Slowick got an A. When you consider rookie receiver in Tank Dell, rookie quarterback, you know, all new staff, never really worked with Gerard Johnson as the quarterback's coach. Uh, no, he he gets an A. Bobby Slowick did a fantastic job. Fantastic. But he had a bad game Saturday. Had a bad day. Had a bad day on Saturday. It's a hard job. First time doing it. Head coaching, TBD. Will Bobby get that? Uh, Tennessee, by the way, they're interviewing Dan Quinn for a second time. Saw so that. They, no, no announcement as to whether or not they're going to interview uh, Bobby Slowick for a second time. Lopez passing thoughts from the game against the Baltimore Ravens. We got plenty of time to look ahead. Uh, we know how good the Texans are looking, but let's let's get some passing thoughts on the Baltimore Ravens uh, versus Houston Texans Saturday right here on Sports Radio 610. I didn't even edit them. The way I put them in my phone, I left them because I think uh, it'll show you how, how much this game uh, changed uh, in, in the third quarter. So I'll just go through the list. Rapid fire here. And you, you, you give me your thoughts on what I'm talking about here. The first one's easy. I like taking the ball. Cameron Johnston is one reason why. I, I, I thought taking the ball on the road, if you could get something. Now, they didn't. So you're right. It didn't work out. But, you know, get a couple of first downs, whatever it may be, even if you don't. You got a real weapon at the punting position. You can flip the field and then rely on your defense. I didn't mind it. Yeah, whatever. I didn't mind it. Uh, here we go, attacking Petrie one on one. That was that was on the first that was on the first drive. They went at Petrie again, uh, and that's what uh, he actually wasn't terrible. Uh, he he dropped a couple interceptions, maybe maybe uh, you know. But I, I was actually surprised that he was actually in position to even have the chance. Yeah, maybe the bars just lowered there. Just yeah, that's what it is. You got to catch that. Uh, no huddle early. I like that a lot. I thought they didn't use it enough. Like, I, I thought that's one thing that they had some success with. They were keeping the Ravens' defensive personnel uh, as is so you can maybe exploit some matchups. I like the no huddle early. I wish he would have done it more. I mean, he used it a little bit early, a little bit in the second half, and should have stayed with it. Uh, this is what I typed down. Target on his back, my ass. <laughs> You're talking about Laramie Tunsil? Just as they're gaining momentum. Man. Just as they're gaining momentum. More than once. If this was any other player, and this is just my stream of consciousness, what I type, my my pender notes, if you will. I didn't I didn't edit them. I 11 didn't. penalties, 70 yards. Dude, and, and, and all of them, most all of them were costly. Costly and also mental. Um, if this was any other player, and not, I don't, I'm not into like benching a player to send a message. I'd have benched him to get his bleep together, you know, uh, and 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 let him know you got you're going back out there. We can't have this anymore. I'm serious. Like there were three, maybe, yeah, and there were some they didn't call as well. Um, this is something I typed down. Laramie Tunsil, man. Although I didn't say effing, effing penalties in field goal range. Come on, man. Like the the, the, the penalty thing just kept going and going and going. Um, Devian Clowney. That guy had a big presence, man. Jadeveon Clowney had a hell of a good game, and you got to give it to him. They're, 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 I mean, he was. He I'm was, a lover, man. He was real good. He was real, real good. Big time chance for Dalton Schultz to make a huge play that could have really the drop, got him on and the then heel. they they ended up moving the chains. But it just it just kind of felt like a kick to the junk with yeah. the drop. And this was that, by the way, he might just the the moment might just be too big for him in the playoffs because. He had the drop last week. He almost dropped his touchdown. Yep. He had the drop this week. And then with the Cowboys, his last game as a Dallas Cowboy in 2022, 
he had perhaps one of the worst series in his final one with That's the Cowboys. That's out of bounds thing too, right? Ran out of bounds early, dropped yeah. the pass, all that. Yeah, it might yeah. it might just be it might be too big for him. Uh, well, that's one thing I wrote down later. I uh, said this moment just feels too big for the I Texans. I do wonder how they handle Schultz. Maybe they bring him back. Um, I think 10, 10 million is the estimation. Two years, 20 maybe. It, but I, I still think they should try to get some young tight ends too that they can do other stuff with. So these next two have to do with exactly that. I wrote down again for the third time, penalties and penalties and penalties. What is going on here? And then the next thing I typed down, this moment might be – too big for him from 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 the the mental mistakes to the play calling to the just everything that we were watching it just i hate saying it but it just felt like that man there was a penalty in this game where it was the end of the third quarter i think yeah end of the third and baltimore is clearly taking it to the fourth quarter and they're clearly just trying to make you jump off sides and grenard jumps off yes sides. It's like, man, they, they're not going to was, snap what, two it. two seconds left? Yes, yeah. and they were taking it down, and it was like the clear hard count, and Grenard jumped off sides. Yeah, that's one that made I it, Made it, uh, I think, second and five or third and five instead of second and ten or third and ten. Stingley on Zay Flowers, and I don't know why I typed this. I likey is what yeah. I typed. Well, he had the PBU on Zay Flowers. Now, there was yeah. a... Uh, there was a touchdown at the end where Stingley kind of got it, it looked like a little bit moss, but I don't I don't even know if that was really like completely him. Yeah. And then I I typed this. OBJ looks decrepit. Yeah, he's washed. He looked like he's washed. I thought I was worried about him. Yeah, he's washed up. I was worried about him. Harris County might be the only dude that brought it today. He he elevated his game. Yeah, he did his thing. Uh, I'm, I'm looking sure. forward to seeing how he bounced back next year. Like at what his at what a full season of him looks like. What's up, Stephen Sims? Kept it simple, man. Stephen Sims had the punt return touchdown. Um, early in the season, he had a 22 yard catch. I, I don't think it's too far fetched to say that he, if he's back next year, Stephen Sims, he should be at least competing with Mechie for a roster spot. I mean, it's going to be about. It should be in training camp. Yeah, that, right. He should be compete with Mechie for a roster spot. I don't. I don't know what's. I don't know. Uh, I'm. I'm intrigued to see what Mechie looks like next year. Couple more here. Frank Ross is one bad mofo. Is what I wrote down. He just gets it like week after week after week. The free agents that I think they need to sign the most. I, I think that they got to bring back Cam Johnson and Fairbairn. Well, those are two. Those are their yeah, both those free are agents two that you must bring back. Um, catch the damn ball, Jalen Petrie. You know what that's about? God, that first drive. It would have. It would have flipped the game, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was. It would have flipped the game. I don't know if it would have flipped it for good, but boy, the, the, the momentum. I mean, would have you been intercept different. them in the end zone after after a drive in the first half uh, of uh, the first drive of the second half. Mm-hmm. It changes a lot, and it also would have erased taking the ball uh, to start the game. You know, yeah. because then all of a sudden you stop him. You missed a field goal at the so end of the close, half. Man. It was right there. It was so close. Yeah. Two more for you. Just two more, even though I I, I pretty much didn't do anything, and you'll see why. Uh, in the fourth quarter, I was just sitting there watching the game. Uh, the first one is, well, there you go, 17-10. That was after the near uh, interception. And then I didn't do anything until I typed this. 24-10. That's a wrap. I'm just going to go check the ribs. I was making ribs all day. <laughs> I think I'm just going to go check the ribs. 
uh, cooked some uh, big old dino ribs for about eight hours. So I was just had the TV on outside and was just like, all right, that's that. That's a wrap. Good year, boys. Now let's talk about it. There you go. Bow on the game. Uh, right there. Now on to the offseason. It'll be a real interesting offseason to see uh, what exactly the uh, the Texans do, how they approach it, how Nick Casario approaches it. And it's going to be a fun uh it's going to be a fun offseason to cover. No no coaching search. Who knows what happens with your assistants? I wouldn't fall in love with these free agents. I know it was a nice little season, but I wouldn't I wouldn't fall in love with with any of these uh any of these guys really. I mean, I I would like to bring back Cam Johnson. I think that's important. Got to bring the band back. Fairbairn, uh Schultz maybe, Grenard probably priced out. Singletary sure, but I need other backs. Uh, Rankins, Nelson, Brown, maybe Cashman. Eh, we'll see. Um, and then all the alignment, whatever. There's depth there. Really, I'm really not in love with any of these guys. Look, you, you can bring in one year guys. You can turn the roster. You can increase the quality of ball player. I'm, I'm not. I'm not overly obsessed with bringing back any of these guys. And I actually think there's the arrow pointing up with, with some other guys like the the Christian Harris's, the Will Andersons, the Derek Stingleys to where. That just completely elevates the quality anyways. Definitely not Steven Nelson. I think he left it all on the field for you. Go find another Steven Nelson. You mentioned we'll dig into this starting tomorrow a lot more. I don't I agree with you for the most part. There's none that I like, oh, you gotta bring him back. You gotta bring him back. I will say though, if I had to pick one, it's probably not one that, that you would say. I think if you're gonna draft a running back and sign another running back, it'd be really good to have Devin Singletary here. A guy who's really excelled at this system, this zone blocking scheme, has had success, has elevated himself to the starter. Could be like all of a sudden that veteran presence that helps the two, either the free agent or the young back, you know, how to do things. I think Devin Singletary might be more important than, than, than you do, than you think. No, he's fine. He can't. Yeah. I don't think he should be your best running back. No, but to be, to bring back. No, for sure. Yeah, to bring yeah, back. You bring back Singletary. For that bring back Singletary, but sign me Saquon Eckler. Yeah. Or. Derrick Henry or Jacobs or Tony Pollard, and then draft someone in the third or fourth round. I want as many backs as possible. Yeah. You said you want a committee. Give me a committee. Yeah. Daria Gumbawale ain't going to cut it. God bless him. That ain't going to cut it. You know, Mike Evans still has some gas left in the tank. Yeah, do that. Get mm-hmm. get the weapons here. Yeah. Coming up, lunchtime confessions here on In the Loop on Sports Radio 610. Landry Locker, John Lopez, Figgy Fig. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's Reaction Monday Playoff Edition. Presented by Texas Star Grill Shop on Sports Radio 610. Here's In the Loop with John Lopez and Landry Locker. Lunchtime Confessions. We'll hear from C.J. Stroud, by the way, in 10 minutes. Lunchtime Confessions, though. We confess our sins to you, the loophole. Shout out to the loopholes. If you listen, you are one. Some of these confessions have to do with sports. Some have nothing to do with sports, but we're transparent with you 24-7. Let it hang a little bit lower during Lunchtime Confessions. It is time to confess. Watch this. These are my confessions. Um, I know a lot of people are probably going to disagree with me on this. I would much rather be a Texans fan than a Bills fan. That was brutal to watch. That was, I know they've gotten closer. They've been to the Super Bowl. They've been in AFC championship games. They've, they've been on the brink. But the way they consistently have lost at this level, that's just... Like, it, it was tough to watch. Those those dudes that were crying in the stands and all that, like, they have been so close that they probably should have gotten it by now. I'd rather be a Texans fan and not have, ever having gotten there to this point and, and, and be optimistic than the Bills fans, like, because I don't know if they're ever going to get it. Wide right, man. And again, Jim Nance had to rub it in. Again. Like Jim it, Nance had to rub it in. It's brutal being a Bills fan. From Go back they to the Super kind Bowl. They're kind of cursed, man. They're just cursed. They're just cursed. Like, you couldn't have asked for more home game. Josh I, missed that guy in the end zone, too, man. He made a hell of a throw in the front corner of the end though. zone. He was pressured, but. Yeah, I mean, he played great. But Bills fans, like, they've got to be questioning life right now. <laughs> like, they're like, why are we here? It's the worst. Would you rather be a Texans fan than a Bills fan? I mean, they've been, what, four Super Bowls? Uh, All this run that they're on right now? I don't know. I don't know. I would. Figgy? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think sure. I would. Yeah. I mean, you feel good about the future. Yeah. Watch this. These are my confessions. This is what confessions is for, so don't kill the messenger. I just tell, I'm just telling you, just right. telling you what crosses my uh, twisted mind sometimes. And that is? This was a good season. Mm-hmm. This was an enjoyable season. I like the Where fan vibes. Where is this vibes. going? I like the fan vibes. Yeah. I like the way that people are appear to be more excited. Um, and, and I'm very excited for what is going oh, to I know happen where this is going. with this squad. And I think eventually that you should feel more confident than ever that the ultimate goal can be reached with C.J. Stroud and D'Amico Ryans. I think I'm going to have your back on this. With that said. Yeah, I think I'm going to have your back. This was not a show up to the stadium at 1 o'clock on Saturday night to greet the team type of season. I'm sorry. A shout out to all you that did. Good for you. I, I just I didn't feel like this was that magical, especially with the performance they had on Saturday. I don't I don't think they deserved uh, a couple hundred fans there uh, greeting them at 1 a.m. on Saturday. I'm sorry. I'm actually with you, I, but I'm also with you in that. Good for you if you felt compelled to go, but I think it's a reflection of how far you have to go and how far you've never been. Right? Yes. You, you, you're lost in the divisional championship game. That in a hey, let's line the streets kind of moment. I agree with you. Watch this. 
I think Troy Aikman should be in the Broadcasting Hall of Fame immediately. <laughs> immediately, figure. You know what I'm talking about? I think I seen your tweet on this. Dude, he used tempo the right oh way. My God. He used the word tempo the right way. No, not oh my God. Like so many broadcasters, oh, they're going tempo now. You know how that just makes my skin crawl. Troy Aikman said, all right, now we're talking about up-tempo. Now, tempo can go both ways. I was like, yes. Yes, Troy. He finally said what needed to be said. You, he, I think he said, now you can be slow, too, with this tempo. I was like, thank God. 99.9% .9 of broadcasters, professionals, some of them really good, some of them not so much, use the word tempo wrong, and it drives me nuts. Put Troy Aikman in the Hall of Fame. Put him in. Watch this. I think Jim Nance might be getting a little bit of a free pass, man. I, f I feel like Jim Nance might be getting a little bit of a free pass. Oh, and and uh, you're talking because Tony Romo is stealing all the bad headlines? I, I, l let me just say this. This was one of the most WTF calls of the weekend and maybe one of the biggest WTF calls that I can remember in the playoffs. So the Bills are down three. They're deep in their own territory. It's fourth and a long six, and mm -hmm. they fake a punt. Uh, with DeMar Hamlin, and, and it goes nowhere. It was ridiculous. By the way, Tony Romo said it was the right call because they had 10. I don't care if they had eight guys on the field. <laughs> yeah. That was that was stupid. Listen, if Al Michaels had this call in that situation, I, I think he would still be trending on the internet. Listen to this call by Jim Nance. And I don't know if Romo is just irking him so much that he's kind of like regressing, but you tell me. You're, you're the biggest Al Michaels critic there is. Mm -hmm. Figgy, you too. Tell me if Al Michaels had this okay. call in that situation, okay. would it have just kind of gotten swept under the rug? Went downwind with this one. Fake. Hamlin is stopped short. <laughs> Wasn't great. <laughs> Wasn't great. It took him by surprise. You could tell. Like, what is going on? That was actually. Then he went to Jay Feely immediately. Jay, did you see that coming? <laughs> like, yeah, because they had 10 men on the field, Jim. I was like, yeah, but they're also on the what twenty-four yard line or something yeah. like that. Like that's not, that's not the way you want to do it. I think he was just surprised. Watch this. These are my confessions. I I saw a big fat lie this weekend, big old fat lie that should eliminate the people who who put together the S two test from ever being involved with the NFL again. Did you see this? Dude, they tried to leak that C.J. Stroud's test result uh, should have been ruled in, uh, inclu uh, inconclusive. inconclusive. There were issues with C.J. Stroud's Where the test. hell was this? They waited until the divisional game. The yeah. day of the divisional game. The divisional game. game. They waited until the day of it. So, yeah, you know, there might have been that an was, issue with that. That was pitiful. They need to be eliminated. That was pitiful. From, it was pitiful. They Like, they could have said this after the test, before the draft. Even after the combine, hey, we had some issues with some tests. Just so you know, they waited until the divisional game. Yeah, you know that S that that, that uh, C.J. Stroud guy that's having a hell of a year. There could have been a little issue there. By the way, what the hell you do? They need to be out, 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 out. Be done with them. Yeah, whether there was an issue, they're or lying. Not, like it's, yeah, that's just ridiculous. That was rough, man. Yeah. That was a real rough look. Watch this. These are my confessions. I'm not really too in love with any of these Texans free agents on the roster except Cam Johnston and maybe Fairbairn. Mm -hmm. 
No, I mean, I, I, I could do with or without a lot of them, but I, I'm, I'm more intrigued to see what they can bring in randomly on these one-year deals. Like, what's the next Dalton Schultz? What's the next, you know, where are you going to find the next Blake Cashman? How are you going to uh, acquire players? I, I, I'm intrigued to see how Casario handles that as opposed to let's let's run it back with the guys that we have. I don't necessarily think that's that's that important. I think they can churn this roster. I, I'd like to put Devin Singletary on that list with Cameron Johnston. Sure. Uh, but uh, I'm with you by and large. Hey, D'Amico pretty much said as much, too, about every year is different because we're going to have a lot, many more different players, different coaches, et cetera. Watch this. These are my confessions. This was just an observation, but it is a confession. Damn, Adam Schefter, couldn't you have at least waited for them to shower? Like, the game ended. The game ended. And I open Twitter, and the first thing I see, like, less than a minute, not even a minute after the game, Adam Schefter, Schefter tweeted, all the free agents that the Dude, Texans he, he the, the weirdest thing about this, he did this with the Buffalo Bills, too. It was like 30 seconds. He had that in the draft. It was like no, 30 but he, seconds. But the thing is, I don't know if he's just trying to satisfy agents or he just thinks everyone's important, but he said Texans key free agents this offseason, and he listed every one. Yes. Like but literally like every single one. He did walk, it with Buffalo too. They were still walking off the field. Yeah, but he didn't because, list. He didn't just list the key ones. Yes, he listed every single free agent. Yeah, I was like, dude, man, just to take a breath. Let him shower at least before you start saying these guys are gone. <laughs> like, damn. That was definitely a draft, and, and I don't know what was going on there. Let's hear from C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud had his exit interview. We'll let you know what he had to say uh, about the future and present of the Houston Texans next. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Action Monday Playoff Edition, presented by Texas Star Grill Shop on Sports Radio 610. Live from the Twin Peaks Studios, here's In the Loop with John Lopez and Landry Locker. Here from the quarterback, C.J. Stroud. Texans lose. C.J. Stroud, one of the best rookie seasons in NFL history for a quarterback. Came up short on Saturday, but the future looks bright. Here's C.J. Stroud at his exit interview, live on Sports Radio 610. Uh, man, it's huge, man. Um, I'm uh, honestly like I'm excited to get back to work, but of course uh, it takes time. Like you can't just rush into it. But uh, I'm really excited to see how much this team's gonna grow. Um, and like D'Amico said, man, we gotta find some way to get back to that moment and and win that game. You know, so. Um, a lot of experience was, was made this year and things like that. So I'm super, super excited for the future and everything like that. CJ, uh, Will was talking about how he was crying after the game when you came 
spoke to him were like, why are you doing that? We're good. We're going to be good for a long yeah. time. Can you, can you tell us about that moment and why you're so encouraged for the future of this team? Yeah, I mean, uh, I appreciated Will for doing that, you know, because, I mean, that, that, those are raw emotions. It wasn't like he was doing that, like, just to be fake. It, he really meant, because, uh, I mean, he really, like, was feeling that because he really wanted to win that game. We all did. Um, and something I've learned in this league, man, is, like, um, you can't let, let your emotions fluctuate. And uh, I told Will, man, you're the – honestly, man, he's probably the most talented player, one of the t- most talented players I've ever been on in my life. I said, man, we're going to be back in this moment. You can promise – like – I can promise you that. Like, it might not, I don't know when it's going to be, how it's going to be, who's going to be on this team, but we're going to get back. And um, I just want to let him know, man, like um, I appreciated everything that he did for us that year. I just wanted to see his head up high, you know. I just want to see him encouraged and, and positive. I know you've always been a guy who has a chip on their shoulder. Right? How much does it look like when you kind of keep that Baltimore game and that feeling and what you guys went through? Uh, I wouldn't necessarily name myself as a guy with a chip on his shoulder. I just think I'm me, you know. Like I don't really try to. Um, I, I I used to be in the business of um, proving people wrong and people pleasing and stuff. Man, that stuff is exhausting and it, it don't make no sense. So, um, honestly, man, I'm really gonna be just preparing for what what we got going on here. Uh, yeah, we lost to Baltimore up there, and um, there's some things that we need to get fixed, of course. But it's time for that. Um, uh, once we get back to those moments, you know. And, and, but right now, it's all about getting better um, and, and just really putting our best foot forward on making yourself better as, as a person, as a player, you know. And um, that's something I, that I uh, definitely am excited to get into. Um, for first, I'm just I'm gonna relax, man. Just you know, just take some time off. Um, I mean, I really been I've been going hard since I've been like 12 years old, you know, like. AAU tournaments, baseball, football, seven on seven, high school, you know, like just a lot, a ton of like just sports being played, you know, and, and man, it's been a blessing, been a ball, and it's like I'm 22, 22 years old, and this is my first time ever having like freedom, you know, like from away from school, away from college, um, and so I'm excited, but at the same time, like uh, just like I'm ready to like to relax, I'm ready to get back to work too, but I know like I have to like take some time to myself, you know, that's just the right thing to do. So um, doing that for a little bit, um, getting back rolling, um, my workouts, strength and conditioning, getting stronger, bigger, faster, um, getting back with my guys in L.A., just working out with them on the quarterback stuff and, um, and OTAs and stuff like that. CJ, how important and impactful have guys like Gerard Johnson and Bobby Slowich been to your development this season? And then is there a little trepidation from you knowing that maybe one or two or both of those guys may not be back here next year? Yeah, Gerard, um, I've known Gerard since I was 16. Um, I was uh, in the Elite 11 uh, with him. He was my quarterback coach there. And one thing, man, I can say about Gerard, man, is like when you talk about someone who knows how to play the position uh, of quarterback and knows how to relay something, um, but also just a great person, man, a, a guy who who um, loves uh, football. He loves Houston. He loves Texas. Um, he loves his family. He's a great family man. Um, and somebody who's taught me just a, a tremendous, uh, a, a tremendous amount of information. But on top of that, man, put a lot of confidence into me as well. Like when I was 16 at Elite 11, we did like this little like circle group. It was like all the quarterbacks in my group. And Gerard's one thing for me was like be confident because he at that time like I wasn't really the highest recruit. I wasn't uh, who I who I will become. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I always knew that it would be a possibility, but I didn't. I didn't hear it out like those type of the drives. When I looked up to, like he played at Texas A&M, I knew that um, and stuff like that. And when he was like, "Man, you need to be more confident," like and 
and it was just like it changed my life. You know what I'm saying? And from there, like fast forward, I'm here with him my rookie year. Um, it's been just a, a blessing to work with him, and I'm whatever happens, man. I'm excited for him, and he deserves everything that's coming for him. And um, I'm super blessed to be able to work with him and Bobby, um, somebody who when I came in, man, I knew that um, he was gonna. Uh, pushed me hard. He was going to be hard on me. He was. He held me at a standard all year, held me accountable. Because, I mean, a lot of times, man, when you're playing good ball, um, guys, they, they kind of, like, let you do what you do and, like, leave you alone. Uh, but Bobby, man, he was always on me about, like, the little details um, in my position, you know what I'm saying? And I appreciated that, you know, because you don't always get that. And he always just was hard on me, uh, but also showed me a lot of love, man, a ton of love, very knowledgeable, um, can really dice dice the defense up. Uh, puts a lot of trust in his players, um, and really just never got away from what he what he knows. You know, what I'm saying, of course, like um, tailored his his coaching to like what was here at the Texans, but he did what was at the core of his heart, and I could appreciate that. You know, what I'm saying, and um, but whatever happens with those guys, uh, they deserve whatever whatever um, uh, what is, whatever's coming to them. And I've been uh, it's been a blessing working with them. But if they come back, that'd be cool too. <laughs> Yeah, I got to do way more. You know, I got to um, just be me. You know, at the end of the day, I look back at it, like I can say a whole bunch of cool stuff up here that will make everybody go crazy. But honestly, I just got to be myself, you know, and just um, work hard at that, you know, and just really do everything that uh, God put in my heart to do. And um, I just, I'm just super thankful for God, man, and, and Christ um, for really just having a rookie year like I had, you know, and uh, to be able to be mentioned with a whole bunch of greats. Um, and be playing against greats, you know what I'm saying? So it's been just a blessing, and really my plan is just I want to be the best. You know, I don't want to just be the best rookie, the best second-year dude. I, I want to be the best, um, point blank, period. So uh, I'm, I'm excited to get going with that, and, um, yeah. Man, you talk about like just genuine love. You know, she texted me something yesterday. She was like, "I don't say I love you just to say it. Like I say it because I truly like you've been one of the best things ever in my life." And I was like, "Wow!" Like for her to like say something like that, you know, it's like uh, it, it's just like my mom is amazing. She she's been with me through thick and thin. We've been through a lot, a, a whole lot, and she's never ever like questioned my goals or my like my plan. And she always, like, you know what I'm saying, I'm a very independent person. She always let me be independent and, like, figure it out. But at the same time, I always knew if I ever needed something, I can call my mom. And I'm just super blessed to have a mother like I do. I'm blessed enough to have a father like I do. Um, my brothers and my sisters, uh, my fam like, my family back home. Um, and I'm just really, you know what I'm saying, I just, all, all in all, man, I'm just super blessed to, to be um, – where God wants me to be, you know what I'm saying? So uh, I love my mom, and I know she, they said she got a lot of camera time, so I don't think she was super happy about that. But you can see how much she prayed about me. She loves she love her son, and I love her right back. She loves all her kids, man, I, and I love her so much. What is about Will that he has to make His mentality, um, not only does it match up with his talent, but it probably uh, upsees his talent. Uh, this, the the tenacious um, will to win, you know what I'm saying, the grit that he brings to a locker room and 
um, just his personality, you know what I'm saying, and uh, his talent is is great. Don't get me wrong, but at the same time, like if you can match that with what he has, man, it's a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, um, it, it, I told me just a couple, like a little while ago, man. I just I really appreciate him for the trust, because um, that's one thing. Like in football, that's probably the main thing that you need is trust. You know what I'm saying? And I appreciate him for trusting me, and uh, uh, he knows that I trust him tremendously. Tre- tremendously, any decision he makes, like I know that it's at the the forefront of what's best for the team. Um, and uh, I'm excited to build with him, man. I think it's going to be a great, great um, dynasty. Hopefully, we build, and um, I'm excited for that. Can you talk about the expectations that this team has. Every guy in that locker room said the future is bright because of you. You always say that the burden is a privilege or the, the pressure is a privilege. How do you just view the fact that this whole locker room, this whole city's future, they, they put it all on your shoulders? Uh, it's something. Honestly, I, I I know that's probably what it seems like, but it's not. And I'm, I'm blessed, even if it is. Um, but at the same time, like I know God God prepared me for stuff like that. You know, what I'm for this moment right here. Um, so I'm just I'm really walking in my purpose. Like, um, of course, I'm doing it through my passion, which is football. But um, man, I, I'm super blessed to be able to walk through my purpose uh, in my passion and with a great city, a great team like this. And uh, I'm 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 super I'm super signed up. I'm I'm, I'm Dotting every, I'm dotting every I, crossing every T, um, on every contract that I gotta do to to make this team great. You know what I'm saying? And I'm super blessed to be able to um, be with a group of guys like that. And um, I know, but man, my teammates, like, just like it's on me, it's on all of us. You know what I'm saying? Like, and they they know that. But man, I'm at the forefront of it. And if that's so be it, then I'm with that. Yeah, it's huge. Um, Tank is my brother, man. He's, uh, I don't think blood can make us any closer. Like, we're really, like, really close. Uh, and that chemistry is shown on the field. And we're going to build that, you know what I'm saying? Um, we just, it's going to happen nationally. Like, we just, we boys, man. You don't just, you don't force stuff with your boy, you know. So, uh, but we both are tremendously uh, excited to, to keep this going and work really hard to, to be great and hopefully um, do whatever we need to do to be great um, here. And uh, we're excited for that. TJ Sarge, you know, I think because we know what it takes, you know. Um, it takes tremendous focus, tremendous uh, will to win, um, and stuff like that. It's all... All the things that it's easy to talk about, but it's hard to do, and we did that this year. You know what I'm saying? And even though we fell, we fell short. We we put that on display, and uh, now it's just about bringing guys here that are with that and have that same type of mentality. And whoever and whoever stays, we keeping that standard. We ain't changing up for nobody. Um, so I think that like that is why we're confident. And man, it's okay to be confident. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't I don't look at that as a negative thing. And um, it's not cockiness. It's being confident.
All right. Uh, that's CJ Stroud. Yep. You're on uh, Sports Radio 610 Exit Interview uh, with CJ. A lot of good stuff to say about Gerard. Good Lord, man. man. That's a uh, hell of an endorsement <laughs> uh, from him. We'll get into the latest uh, involving potential departures on the Texans coaching staff. We'll also go around the NFL. In the Loop continues on Reaction Monday next. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 